Hello there, this is Akis from Rotting Christ, and you are listening to Sonic Perspective. Okay, once again, once again. Okay. Sorry. Hello there, this is Akis from Rotting Christ, and you are listening to Sonic Perspectives. Keep the spirit of others. Hello there. Hello there, Perkelainen. <laughs> How are you today, sir? Uh, yeah, yeah. Where, where are you from? Uh, I am from Texas. All right, but this name is quite uh, Finnish. Yes, it, yes, it is. It's not my real name. All right, I see. I see. Yes. <laughs> well, cool. Thank you so much for calling me back. All right. Yes, uh, my pleasure. So, uh, please pay attention to my accent. It's not the best accent you can hear. Oh, I understand you just fine, sir. <laughs> well, cool. Sakis, uh, first off, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. You're welcome, man. All right. Uh, and I'd also uh, I'd, I'd like to congratulate you and the rest of Riding Christ for, for having such a lengthy career in music and for still having you know, the vision and the motivation and the commitment to still consistently write great music and release great albums after over 30 years of doing this. That's a pretty rare accomplishment. More than a quarter of a century yep. in the scene. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, what drives you? And, and how are you able to still be relevant after over a quarter century? You know something? I mean, many times I'm wondering why I'm still doing this. In, why don't enjoy my kids? I don't stay home or just enjoy my friends. Do you know something? Uh, maybe I'm quite a romantic person. I, I'm talking about me because I'm the only composer of the band, okay? So for me, composition process is a very important thing. It just keep me young, keep me alive, keep me strong. Uh, so I take this composition process, this band thing, very important for me. As long as I have the band, I will I will feel young, even if I reach the fifties, uh, quite close, quite soon. I mean, I'm still here more than thirty years front line in the battlefield. Do you know something that we are coming from a really romantic era? Don't forget, we grew up in eighties and nineties where we didn't grow up without phones, without uh, computers, without internet, everything. So we still have this feeling inside us so this feeling drive us nowadays to keep on fighting to keep on writing about uh, music and about our precious music actually that we referred about metal music that was such a wonderful answer i wasn't expecting something quite so sweet <laughs> Thank you. 
You know, and Rotting Christ's success has also has allowed you to perform literally all over the world. I mean, like you've been to Bolivia, my father's home country. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, all right. Oh, it's it's awful there. It's very high, very high. I can't, you can't breathe. No, it's very hard. Uh, let's see, you played in Cochabamba, which is actually my father's hometown. Oh, Cochabamba, yes. Yeah, and and you've been all over Chile and El Salvador and Panama, all over Europe and the United everywhere States. There everywhere there are metalheads, Rotting Christ will be there. As many times we don't play for money, we lose money, but we do it. Do you know why? Because this is the spirit. This is uh, the spirit for us, at least. I mean, to play music all around the world. Uh, in ev- from every in every corner of this world, you have played from Siberia to Bolivia, for instance. Uh, you have played in some strange territories without uh, having an income, but you know, there are some metalheads there, people that like our music. Why not to not play there? Let's do it. Uh, you know, this is the meaning of music. I think I'm blown away by the fact that you're able to able to do that in the first place. But at the same time, I mean, you you still have such a youthful perspective. I can't imagine that you thought that you'd be able to do these things when you were starting the band. I mean, you were just a kid when you were starting the band, right? Yeah, yeah, kid, 16 years old. Yeah, you, you I, I can't believe that you had imagined back then that you'd be able to play in Siberia no, no, and in South no, Africa. No, no. I just want to play one show once in my, li- in my lifetime and I wanted to release one album. That was my goal. Mm-hmm. Different goals from the people, from the newcomers nowadays. Different, different people think different nowadays. They want everything very fast. They want success. They want uh, everything. I mean, sometimes it's not that soulful. That, that makes me a little bit worry about where we are going. Not only musically, but uh, like humans, where we are going. Everyone, especially the newcomers in the scene, it's like, all right, I form a band. I would like to have from the first album a worldwide tour. I would like to be famous. I would like to have a lot of views. It's not the spirit. Do you know how much that years it took us to get our, some income? 15 years. Wow. We play for nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, we come, as I told you before, from a really romantic era, from a different era than nowadays. That made us strong, made us uh, warriors. And uh, so this is the reason we play all around the world, because there are some poor people out there, man. Some people that don't have the right, they don't have enough money to go to a festival in Europe or in the USA to see their lovely band. So we are there. We go there. You know, the subject matter that you guys cover uh, with Rotting Christ uh, is pretty upsetting to a lot of people. But I, but that I'm hasn't, sure. yeah, but but that hasn't stopped you from performing in places where organized organized religion has sure. a lot of influence on societal norms. And we are not extremists. Yeah, extremists. You know, so I'm just we just say what we believe. We just believe that organized religions are rotting. Simple as that. We come from a country that's born in democracy. We come from a country that uh, support all this freedom of speech. So we have to be. We have to fight for for others' opinions. Art is the last uh, place where everyone can can put his ideas, even if they are extreme. I mean. Nowadays, they are not extremists anymore. They are not like back in the days. We are not like 90s, that we wanted to destroy everything. Nowadays, <laughs> maybe we destroy more things, but we destroy it with our only weapon. Our only weapon at the moment is our music and our lyrics. So, like, I, I, I kind of wonder what your fans from, like, really, really religious societies like Latin America and Poland have told you what your music means to them. Metal music is a worldwide phenomenon. 
mean, everywhere you play, the people are have more or less the same ideas. They are dressed, they have the same code dress, dress uh, coding, and I feel like, all right, we are Kobe, we are a big family. Even if you play in the middle of the desert, you will find the metalheads, and that makes metal unique. Yeah, metal like it's a family. Yes, absolutely. You're in such close proximity to to Turkey, which is a majority Muslim country, but it's just secular enough to get a good metal show every now and then. Have Have you ever played in Turkey? Oh, many times. We are the first band we play there. Oh, really? We are the first band we play. In, yeah, of course, we are the first band that we play in many great weird territories there. Uh oh, you know why? Yeah, because metal us. has no limits for me. Metal. Metal has no laws, uh, no, excuse me, no borders. Metal has no limits. Uh, so everywhere there are metalheads, rooting crimes will be there. Even in a country that we were forced, you know, we were treated like enemies. You know, Greece and Turkey always have, you know, you know how it is. But to play there, because there are people, metalheads, that support this, support the metal music. So metal is about to unite people and not divide. So I didn't realize that you were the first metal band to play there. Um, when was that? And you know, what, what was that experience like? Yes, extreme metal band. Uh -huh. No metal band. So play first time in ninety something. I don't remember. And uh, it was very strange. A strange experience because uh, in the beginning we were afraid, we were scared. You know, mm -hmm. you go to an enemy country or whatever. But you know, I just realized that people are like us, like everyone. Mm -hmm. They have the same problems. They have the same feelings. No, so sometimes that's why you find rotting Christ against any nationalist or extreme Nazi uh, ideas. I mean, how a band that play all around the world can be a Nazi? <laughs> Nazi. Well, yes, many there are this tension in black metal music nowadays. I mean, metal is about metal is unite and not divide. Let's leave the political things to to do to act like this. We are something different. We have our own world and just rise up the, the middle figure and say fuck off to everyone. <laughs> So I, I want you to know that uh, that The Heretics, your new album, uh, touched me like in a very, very personal way. And it's a, it's a fantastic album overall, and I, I love it. It's, it's, so far, it's my album of the year. Thank you, sir. Absolutely. Um, you spent a lot of your career criticizing religion and the inhumanity that, in, that it can inspire. But, but this time, you took kind of a different approach with this album. Yes. I talk about, I was inspired from big heretics. From people that were uh, blamed, were criticized in the raids about the writings, about their ideas. Uh, I think metalheads, extreme metalheads, are quite heretics. There are people that uh, go against the flow, and uh, so I was. I read a lot about this album uh, before I start writing music. I read, you know, in order to make the idea mm -hmm. on where I have to create an album. For me, composition process is a very important things. So I put all my soul there. I put all my energy there. So I want to believe that I came up with something unique. How did you get that idea? Why, why did you decide to start doing that instead? Because I want to make different things album by album. I would like to improve uh, myself. I would like I would like to make the, uh, things different. Mm -hmm. I would like to experiment. I would like to have step ups. I don't know. Uh, this is me. 
it was released in many, many steps. You, you covered a lot of different subjects on uh, on the heretics, but I, I think that it's worth noting that like that a lot of them like like I'm I'm thinking about like John Weir and Dante and Nikos Kazantzakis. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, these these guys were not irreligious people. They simply had different ideas about what religion could be. Yes, this is also heretics. I mean. Uh... I don't have problems sometimes with philosophy about religion. Some religions express some interesting philosophy. Uh, you can find interesting things there. But, you know, organized religion, when a philosophy, when an idea, an idea is organized, then for me it's rotting. No, this is what we try nowadays with rotting Christ. You don't say, fuck, uh, fuck you about your beliefs about everything. You have the right to believe what you want. Maybe I can grab some good things from your philosophy. This is what we are doing. There are philosophies from all around the world. This is why many times we are referred about this kind of philosophies in our music and in our lyrics. You know, I think investigating people that have questioned religion instead of religion itself, I, I, I thought it was a really welcome breath of uh, a fresh air. It simply hasn't been done a whole lot. So, but, but like, that's but like the thing is, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But like the thing is that there are so many different individuals that you could cover. So like I'm wondering, like how did you settle on the individuals that are represented on this album? Uh, I just read about them. I know. I have an idea. I know about Thomas Paine. I know about Nietzsche. I know about Poe. So I read. I read in order to get exp uh, influence. This is what I did with this album. I read a lot before I start writing music. No, you mentioned Poe just a second ago, and like, and I thought that you took a pretty big chance by by covering Edgar Allan oh, Poe yeah. in the first oh, place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How does it sound for you? How does it sound to you? Oh, okay. So, like, when I saw that you covered when you did the Raven for this album, like, I thought it was like, no, 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 not that. Don't do that. It's been done before. It's so expected. But then I heard it, and and I yeah. love it. I, I love what you did to it because it, it you know, it doesn't, it doesn't sound like it borrows from anyone else that has tried to take this idea on. It is its own beast, and 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 I have to congratulate you for that. Oh, thank that was you. Not expected. Thank you. I appreciate it very much because you are one of the first people opinions that I receive from the states. I mean, uh, it's very important for me to receive an opinion from a local. Mm -hmm. Which means it's very important, yes. And I'm very glad that this is positive. Thank you. Absolutely. I, I'm grateful that you did it, and I'm really glad that it turned out well. And, like, another big chance that you took, I thought, was was writing a song called Hallowed Be Thy Name, but it's not an Iron Maiden cover. <laughs> this is not a cover. It's a prey, but it's a caustic. A caustic I mean, uh, it's a prey. We everyone use hallow be the name, hallow be the name. You know, it's like this. But if you read the lyrics, you know, you can understand this. How this hallow be the name destroyed many, many cultures during the history of time. And then it's followed by the Latin hymn, right, where they're talking about souls being cast into hell, and this is sung yeah. at Catholic funerals, right? Exactly. Yes. Yes. That's right. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I never understood why somebody would want that sung at their funeral. All right. All right. Maybe. <laughs> No, but uh, but yeah, I, I love the fact that you didn't, you know, it didn't borrow from anything, you know, from like Mozart or from anybody else that had covered it before. It didn't even borrow from Monty Python. <laughs> you know, it it very much stands right. on its own, as does everything else that you cover on the album. And 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 I think that this speaks to, you know, this speaks to that sense of youthful urgency that you guys still have, 
you know, after 30 years of doing this. What, what do you mean exactly? What do you mean? I, I mean, the very fact that you guys can take some, you know, can take the Poe thing and the DSRA thing and do something fresh with it that still sounds new and interesting, even though these, these are ideas that others have tackled. The fact that you guys can still do something original with it. Yes, exactly. It's very important for me to do something original. I mean, right, musically, you know, we are not the best music, uh, guitar player, musical players. We are not the most uh, technical per, uh, players, but I want to believe that uh, we are soulful musicians, that it's very important that to, for us to create something unique and, and to progress, not musically, but lyrically. For me, writing about Poe, uh, trying something about Poe, it's very, it was very risky. But I want to believe that I tried very much. I, I, I tried very much to compose this song. And I'm very glad if you like it. Oh, dude, it's great. So, so I mentioned a moment ago that there are so many individuals that you could cover. And, and, and I think that this is something that you could continue doing. Uh, have you considered continue, continuing this idea that you covered on the Heretics? You think so? You mean I keep on covering poets and stuff like that? No, but like, uh, like if you keep on examining uh, with your music uh, individuals that have uh, that have questioned religion and that have tried to push boundaries that way. Like, yes, 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 that's true. So that's true. Yes. Yeah. So, so have you have you considered continuing this idea, uh, like with, uh, with your uh, next no albums? I have no idea. This is something that I I will think maybe two years from now. I'm relieved at the moment that the finally the album is out. Finally, it took me more than a year to compose, more than half a year to record it. I spent the whole uh, one and a half years in the studio writing my ideas. It's not that easy for a band that exists for 30 years and have released 14 albums. Uh, would like to pre- uh, to prepare something unique, something strong, something that pay- can pay someone else's attention. So for me, it took me a lot of time, but I do really don't know what next concept from the band will be. As somebody who was born in Texas and has lived here my whole life, I absolutely love the fact that you wrote uh, the song, The New Messiah, you know, which covers like all those televangelists and stuff from the 80s. You know, I'm really grateful that you wrote that. Can you, can you talk to me about how that song came together? Yes, uh, the, uh, the New Messiah, simple as that. It says everything. Evangelists, uh, people that explore uh, someone else's phobias, uh, people that uh, they organize the religion, people that f- uh, find us against them. That's why I write this uh, this uh, song because we are against this. Simple as that. New the new Messiah. Everyone says praise about the new Messiah, but who the f- will be the new Messiah? Come on, don't play with someone else's insecureness. Yeah. Yeah, the, those uh, those guys have ruined a lot of people's lives, and a lot of times the victims aren't even aware that they've been victimized in the first yes. place. I think so. Yes. Yeah. So, so wh- when are you going to take Rod and Christ on the road again? Uh, next week. Actually, next... a couple of days from now. A couple of days from now. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, it starts start from Europe. Some souls here. And hopefully we'll be back uh, in August. It will be in the USA, in uh, Psycho Las Vegas Festival. Ooh, nice. So, so it's yeah, going to be hot. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Everyone, okay, come from a country that's very hot, but all right, let's do that. We'll be back in the States yes, later this year, and I really look forward to be there because we really enjoy the shows, and this is not a compliment.
we like, you know, the way you think. You like the freedom of speech. Not to everyone, but you know, you are very glad. We are very lucky that we are living in, a, let's say, quite free country. So not exactly free, but you know, there is a lot of freedom yeah. there. You everyone has the right to say whatever you want. Yeah, and, that's uh, something I'm grateful for. And uh, look forward to be back there. And until then, keep the spirit alive and always non in Serbia. <laughs> always non Serbian. Who are you going to bring with you? Because last time you came with Mayhem and Watain. Who are you bringing this time? Uh, I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, still in the works? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah working on this. Yes. Okay, awesome. Well, I am really, really looking forward to seeing you guys on the road again. I haven't seen Rotting Christ in 10 years. I mean, like... All right, it, okay. We'll be there, man. Yep, looking forward to it. Sakis, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, my friend. I'm very glad that uh, you liked our last album. Uh, keep the spirit alive. Keep what you are doing. Always be true to your own spirit. And definitely, we see you in the States. Until then, as I told you before, non Serbian. I bet you didn't think we could have such a lovely chat with a guy in a band called Rotting Christ. But there you have it. That was Sakistolis, guitarist, singer, and head honcho of the Greek black metal band Rotting Christ. Their new album is called The Heretics, and it hit shelves on February 15th, 2019, via Season of Mist. And in case you missed it, I gave it a very favorable review over at sonicperspectives.com. Please remember... To subscribe to us on Stitcher and Apple and Google Play if you want to get notified of all our audio content like artist interviews and our concert chats live perspectives and every time Talking Perspectives drops a new podcast episode. You can also like, follow, and stalk us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Just search for Sonic Perspectives. Once again, this is Gonzo the Unpronounceable Bergeleinen, and we're going to wrap things up with track two from Rotting Christ's incredible 2007 album, Theogonia. This is Keravnos Givernitos, roughly translates to Ruler of Lightning. <laughs>